Hello everyone and welcome to daily newspaper analysis which is presented to you by Lawseco. So today we have three articles that we will be discussing. The first one is from the Hindu which is titled as India's South Asian opportunity. So this article talks about the prospects that India has in the coming future specifically if we talk about the economic and regional cooperation with the other South Asian nations and how any tussle and problems with Pakistan has been a leading problem in scoring this particular opportunity the second article again is from the hindu which is titled as scaling up vaccine production so this article says that since the second wave of the covid-19 has hit india as well so there is a huge and a severe demand for the vaccine production that is why the two kinds of methods first the intellectual property based solutions and the non intellectual property based solutions have been discussed in this article and the third article is from the indian express which is titled as on refugees and illegal immigrants how india stands changes with circumstances more or less we have discussed this article in our previous sessions as well wherein we have learned that in many different kinds of situations india as a country treats the people sometimes as illegal immigrants and sometimes as refugees and thus india has not been very strict or as in or it has not been very committed in this particular term and finally we have the news in flash column with this let's discuss the first article which talks about india and the south asian countries so if we understand that why this particular thing is in news So the recent ceasefire between India and Pakistan is a good opportunity for both countries to focus on regional issues like poverty, malnutrition and child welfare. Now as we know that in the month of February for 2021 there were some positive enhancements or positive steps that could be seen and witnessed between the relationships of India and Pakistan. as we know that the ceasefire agreement was signed between both the countries wherein both india and pakistan agreed that they would not be firing upon each other's personnel at the border after that there was also a step that was taken up wherein pakistan had lifted the ban from for importing sugar and cotton from india but to a surprise the very next day this particular order was taken back and again pakistan said that it needs some time to focus and think about this particular issue so that is why this shows that the relationships between india and pakistan are very much volatile and that is why it is not just these two countries that are impacted with these hostile relationships rather the entire south asian countries or the entire region of south asia is impacted by this now how does it happen to be very specific it is the institution of sarc which is the south asian association for regional cooperation which is hampered the most so if this article provides that if at all the ceasefire and economic integration is taken up successfully between india and pakistan firstly it would benefit all the nations in south asian association for regional cooperation because as we know recently what has been happening that because of the tussle between india and pakistan as both are the members of the sarc countries this tussle has resulted into non cooperation at the entire front of other south asian nations and many a times in many meetings india does not participate because pakistan is there and in the other meetings pakistan does not attend the meetings because india is the host or maybe india is participating due to which a complete consensus has never been drawn and specifically if we talk about in the recent years the situation has become even more deteriorating 
so basically this article says that if at all things work well in the future there is exclusive value that means there is great value to be derived from the south asian economic integration as these are the reports that have been provided by the world bank the asian development bank and even the european union also the sarc's potential has facilitated limited collaborations due to existing india pakistan issues so as we know that if at all we talk about the potential which the south asian association for regional cooperation uh, presents or it actually hosts so this has been facilitated limited collaborations due to existing india pak issues and that is why if at all we are able to resolve the pakistan and india issues then definitely the potential coming from the association of the southeast south east uh, south asian nations can be enhanced and can be made better secondly the possibility to link with global initiatives now what is happening is that not only the internal functioning and regional cooperation and in- economic growth between or amongst the sarc nations is being hampered rather if we take sarc as one complete whole block it is not being able to cooperate and amalgamate itself with various other international initiatives as well for example the belt and road initiative that is there of china so as we know that pakistan is a member of belt and road initiative but india isn't and the very historic and important route which is the china pakistan economic corridor which passes through the pakistan occupied kashmir which india is very much against too is itself a part of the belt and road initiative and that is why because uh, pakistan has been very much hostile towards india india has not joined itself in the belt and road initiative of china due to which there has not been any significant say that india could have in this particular movement so if at all in the coming future china india and pakistan specifically are able to resolve their issues maybe china would be able to bring both the countries at par and at the same table and discuss such initiatives which can be beneficial for all the three nations the second example of this is the regional comprehensive economic partnership as we know that india chose not to join the rcep and we know that rcep is the world's largest trading block in terms of its value as the countries that form part of the rcep which is the regional comprehensive economic partnership they actually form 30% of the global gdp but due to various domestic restraints india could not become a partner of this and that is why it is anticipated that in the coming future india might lose on to various economic that are international opportunities in the world so if we talk about the weightage that india's share so the share of india in south asia is as following so if we talk about in the total land area or in the land share it is about 62% and in population 75% and in terms of real gdp it is 83% which is significant and two other big countries in south asia are pakistan and bangladesh and specifically if we talk about bangladesh it has been emerging hugely as a good and fast growing economy as compared to even india so they both are there with regional gdp of only 7.6 and 5.6% and collectively south asia has over 1.9 billion population and gdp of 12 trillion dollars which is huge as compared to 9 trillion dollars of the asean countries asean countries here is the association of southeast asian nations So India needs to view a peace with Pakistan not as only a bilateral matter but even as essential and urgent keeping in mind the prospects that both the countries have specifically in other south asian nations 
the second article talks about scaling up vaccine production so as we know that the second wave of covid-19 has hit india with greater ferocity and that is why even some states and some places are also thinking up to put up complete lockdowns in their areas so here the author in this article has suggested two specific ways to scale up or to increase the production of the vaccines the first one is the non ip based solution which is a non intellectual property based solution so it says that section 26b of the drugs and cosmetics act of 1940 empowers the central government to regulate the sale manufacture and distribution of a drug in an emergency due to an epidemic so the government can direct the pharmaceutical country companies to loan their manufacturing capacity to the covid manufacturers so due to which the power of central government can be used here to make such drug manufacturing companies to manufacture such vaccines in order to overcome the demand that is being brought up in the current scenario and the second solution is which is based on the intellectual property wherein it says that Section 100 of the Patents Act 1970 says that the central government can authorize anyone to use any patent or patents applications for the purposes of government. So if at all we know that even the rights to patents are not absolute because the government can bring any patent or patent application into the use of government and section 92 of the act provides that the central government can issue compulsory license during a national emergency or extreme urgency of in case of public non commercial use we've also discussed the system of compulsory license in our previous sessions of newspaper analysis wherein we said that if at all the government believes that there is some particular kind of thing any machine any kind of invention or any kind of medicine let's say which can definitely serve a very important human purpose or it can serve the entire society at large but the person or the company that was issued the license to manufacture that particular thing is not in taking enough uh, you know steps to provide that particular thing to the society at large or maybe they're charging very high amount for that so in such a situation the central government becomes empowered to take the license from this particular company person or institution and give it to some other institution for the purpose of a public benefit at large and that is why these solutions can definitely be used by the government for scaling up the vaccine production in india so if we talk about the relevant data in this direction we should know that till the end of march 2021 india has produced 316 million doses of covishield and covaxin So here 64.5 million were exported and the data has been provided by the Observer Research Foundation. Also, the Serum Institute of India can manufacture 100 million doses per month of Covishield from its existing manufacturing rate of 50 million doses, so it can be completely doubled up if the right steps are taken up. With this, let's discuss the third and final article for the day, which talks about India on refugees and illegal immigrants. So we have already discussed this article in detail in our previous session. So we'll be taking up it in very short. Basically, what has happened is that last week the Supreme Court refused to order the release of 300 members of the Rohingya community currently under the detention in Jammu and Delhi, and allowed their deportation as per the Foreigners Act 1946. basically what has been the area of discussion here is that india as a nation is considered to be a country which is very much you know supportive of the human rights 
and that is why it is always considered that india has always been taking care of its na- uh, you know friendly nations or even the foreign nations which are there as the neighbors of india but whenever it comes to the issues of refugees or illegal immigrants the stand that india has been taking has never been very static as in it has always depended upon the circumstances the relationships with that particular country the kind of political will that has existed at the uh, nation at large or the government that is there over here according to which the status of such people who flee towards india has been decided so here when we discuss that who are the refugees so if we talk about the 1951 un convention on the status of refugees and subsequent protocol of 1967 any person who is outside their country of origin and unable or unwilling to return owing to well founded fear of persecution for race religion nationality social group or political opinion shall be considered as a refugee so here guys one thing that we need to focus or understand is that only then in a situation a person would be called as a refugee wherein either he is unable to return to his actual or real country or he is unwilling to return why because of the fear or the you know the gross fear which is there in of persecution or of being you know harassed being tortured being killed in his actual original origin country due to maybe the matters of race religion caste nationality being any kind of social or ethnic minority or because of the political opinion that is there so just like if you take the example of the rohingya people who are running away from the rakhine province of myanmar towards the states of india and even bangladesh so it is not as a matter of choice that they are coming to india or they are you know fleeing away in india or they are coming for any educational purposes or you know tourist purposes no it is because of the fear of being persecuted the fear of being killed or harassed in their own original nation state that to save their lives to save their children to save themselves they run away and move to some other country so this particular thing is actually the one that defines a person that whether or not he is a refugee or an illegal immigrant because see when we try to understand about the illegal immigrants the person who is moving for illegal as a, as an illegal immigrant is a person who is moving by complete choice of his own there is no persecution whatsoever from his uh, in in his own original country and but for the purpose of maybe smuggling for the purposes of other crimes and other stuff that is the reason that by a matter of choice they choose to move illegally or without the right papers or authorization into some other country but the refugees if we talk about them it is not a matter of choice that they do otherwise rather they have to save themselves or their own lives or their family's life and that is why they have to run away to some other country thus a stateless person may also be refugee if the country of origin is understood as country of former habitual resident residents like this is given under the oxford handbook of refugee so the united nations fight of rohingya has created world's biggest refugee crisis and prime minister modi has appreciated bangladesh for supporting the rohingyas but at the very same time when we support and we appreciate bangladesh for supporting the rohingya muslims or the people who are running away from rohingya on the in, in, at the same time we are not really treating the people very well do or those who are actually coming into the indian states or specifically if we talk about mizoram and manipur so that is why this is really ironical that at one side when we talk about the human rights and the other side and the international front when there is something that practically needs to be done so we are actually stepping back and that is why it is definitely not sending very good signals at the international level 
so if we talk about the in, about the status of india and the un conventions india is not a signatory to the 1951 un convention or even the 1967 protocol and does not have a refugee policy or law in motion due to which perhaps this kind of instability can be seen but it has categorized around 3 lakh refugees so far and according to the constitutional the citizenship amendment act of 2019 it is actually has brought up somewhat the law related to refugees but still it is not sufficient to deal with the problem because it discriminates on the basis of religion then the absence of any specific law or international convention has allowed the government to keep its options open on questions of refugees and that is why from time to time from governments to governments this particular stance regarding who is or is not a refugee or who is or is not an illegal immigrant has been has been changing from time to time and even if we talk about the complexity of deportation the other country too must accept the deportee as its national so that that is very much important because fine we might deport the people outside from india but are they even being accepted in their origin country of origin or not that needs to be seen and in the past all efforts of bangladesh which were made to persuade myanmar to 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 take back the rohingya have been unsuccessful and that is why it is important that both the countries the one who is deporting and the one who shall accept the deportees should be at the same on the same page and should be in consensus with each other so but terming the rohingya as illegal it is going against the principle of the non refoulement as per the iccpr so that is why we need to understand this particular thing and if we talk about non refoulement it says that no refugee shall be returned in any manner to any country where he or she would be at risk of being persecuted so with this let's see what do we have for news and flash today sushil chandra has been appointed as the chief election commissioner President Ramnath Kovind has appointed Sushil Chandra as the next Chief Election Commissioner and will succeed incumbent or the person who is in office right now Sunil Arora. Then Shantir Ogrosena basically it is a multinational military exercise that has concluded on Monday after being underway for 10 days. So there were four countries that participated in it Bangladesh, India, Bhutan and Sri Lanka with observers from United States, United Kingdom, Russia Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait and Singapore. So please remember the countries that are participants of this are Bangladesh, India, Bhutan and Sri Lanka whereas US, UK, Russia, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait and Singapore are the observers of this particular military exercise. And thirdly, IA Rahman is no more. So Ibn Abdul Rahman who was a Pakistani human rights crusader and also the winner of Raman Magsaysay award has you know he has expired and uh, he was born in haryana and studied in aligarh muslim university so this was all for the day we hope it was a good and informative session for you all thank you so much for staying tuned with lossico and please subscribe to our channels for such more daily updates to come